amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. the WHM on screen, everybody. I'm Andrew Jupin alongside Stephen Sadak and Eric Siska. We're here talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows. You forgot colon. I don't know that there is a colon. Wait, there's no colon? I think it's just like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one line and it, then the next line is just out of the shadows. It's like Star Trek into darkness? I, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, I I think, think that's, that's exactly what yeah. Wow, well, that just changed my opinion. Well, I guess when you have a <laughs> verb in it, you can do it, right? If you're, you're so. into, in, into darkness, you're out of the shadows. Right, right, right. And I, yeah, I guess they are indeed did out they, of the shadows in this movie. Did they pass each other? Was Star Trek going what? into the shadows as they were coming out? <laughs> oh, that's, that's a good call. Star Trek went into the shadows it was like a few years ago, oh, right. and then like what came out was right, Ninja so, Turtles. Wait, they were living together. Yeah, dude, living in sin. I could go with that, man. <laughs> I am sure that there is something. Like I, I'm sure there's a thousand pages somewhere you could print out about an adventure about Star Trek and the Ninja Turtles together. That'd be a amazing. fan story. I guarantee it. Maybe they're fucking. Maybe they're not. They're <laughs> definitely fucking. Oh man. If it's a fan story, here's like Michelangelo eating Scotty's asshole for a while. Sure. After Kirk swoops in on April, right? Yeah. Oh, that's the move. That's the move. And then Michelangelo doesn't know what to do, so he's going to get back at. Kirk. Hurt by eating out Scotty's a hole. <laughs> well, we just lost the audience, so we can keep going. This one, the rest of it's like a, just for us. <laughs> How would that get him back? <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity, sick revenge play. <laughs> you know, just maybe. Well, here's the thing about this movie. <laughs> I. I will say up front, I think I accidentally liked this movie. <laughs> I'm in kind of in the same boat because I went, I went in wanting to hate it. Okay, everyone? Now, here's the deal. And I'm, I'm going to put this out to the audience as maybe the way we'll gauge this. Oh, they can't, you can't hear them. <laughs> well, well they'll, have, they'll have to let us know on uh, what's known as social media. Just okay. yell really loud. We hated that first movie. There's like an in the vault WHM commentary on that first movie that like we kind of slacked on getting out. Mm-hmm. Hey, if there's interest in that, if you'd buy that, let us know and maybe we'll put it out if yeah, there's enough interest. Because that movie is terrible. And that's where I thought this was going to be. Like more of like the turtles, like all the turtles just wanting to fuck April O'Neil's brains out, right, which yeah. is all that first movie is. You'd- the one thing to be careful about this commentary is it's probably a lot of presumptive, like, when Donald Trump jump, drops out of the race kind of jokes. <laughs> like, you know, it's, so, it's been sitting on the shelf for a year. So well, like, I mean, we're usually a little more evergreen than that. But <laughs> sure, I don't know. sure, sure. Um, but yeah, it, it is. I, I, that has been turned down. There's like one or two, like, flirtatious Michelangelo comments. That's it. I think it's like two. And yeah. I was like, when, once the credits hit, I was like, oh, he's not talking about, like, his little turtle boner in this movie? <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, the first one was kind of like, like it's a little bit of gritty and dark, but I want to use my turtle dick. It's disgusting. It's abhorrent. <laughs> and this movie, I thought was like way better because it was like, hey, this is a cartoon. Let's be a cartoon. It's a kid's movie. That's, yeah. that's exactly. the thing that I, I realized like 25 minutes in. I was like, oh, it's literally just a kid's movie. And like, the first not, one, it kind of isn't. No, it's not. The first one's trying to split the difference. This one still tries to split the difference a little bit. Well, it's interesting. I feel like this is a movie that works for kids now and people like us who were kids in 1989. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like It caters to the nostalgia of Turtles because it uses all those characters that we missed from that that first movie, like that first new movie, where it was like it's just Shredder and it's just I'm, who cares, yeah, you know. And then this movie, it's like you got Bebop and Rocksteady who are terrible, but they're there. You got Krang who's terrible, but he's there. Shredder. I wish that's what Shredder sounded like. I was just I informed know. that Shredder or not Shredder, uh, Krang. I wish that's what Krang sounded like. I was just informed that Krang was voiced by Brad Garrett, which I didn't even know. Raymond. Mom's been giving me shit at Dimension X. Raymond, your dog went to the bathroom in the Technodrome. <laughs> I keep telling you, Raymond, you got to put down the pee pads in the Technodrome. Duh. <laughs> hey, Raymond, where are your Aryan kids? Are they in the Technodrome for some reason? Well, I was weird because I just saw Brad Garrett murder a police officer on <laughs> SVU's season finale. He's getting around that, Brad Garrett. He, was, he was good in Fargo, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, right? I like I Brad Garrett in Fargo. Yeah, um, but like he doesn't work for this role. Apparently, they fired Fred Armisen. I don't know why. Sounds fine. But uh, I was sitting here re- ready to bust out my crang. Yeah. No phone ringing. <laughs> Maybe they should have called, because your Krang's better than the Krang we're dealing with in this movie. I think it is. Well, because it's, it's Brad Garrett, so it's very deep, but he's also trying to go high, too, so it's going out like this. It's so weird. It's a weird voice. It's unpleasant. I also like how Shredder meets Krang kind of accidentally, like Krang kidnaps him in the middle of his like uh, a Dark Knight-esque jailbreak that he well, has. Well, it oh, it's like... very Dark Knight, by the way. <laughs> uh, and he but, doesn't throw up. Like, how right. on... You, you, you get introduced to a big, fat fucking alien that sounds like Brad Garrett. And it looks not... like a, a, a arm-flapping, crawling, talking ball sack. Yep. That's and sweating somehow. I actually, I'm like, now, how they're introduced, I thought was actually kind of fine because Tyler Perry uh-huh. as, what was his character's name? Baxter Stockman, exactly, of course. Exactly. Who I thought was actually pretty good in this movie. I he think was, so too. Are there any good. racists out there that are like, oh, Baxter Stockman's supposed to be white? Oh. Man, I went, I took, listen, listen to this, listen, settle around, church group. I got to tell you what happened to me last weekend. I took my whole fucking family to see Ninja Turtles 2, Out of the Shadows. I was excited for my most favorite of all the Turtles characters, <laughs> Dr. Baxter Stockman. <laughs> and when I get into the theater, what do I see on screen? Medea herself staring my fucking family in the face. Last time I checked, Baxter Stockman ain't no black man. What's next, a transgendered rat king? Like, come on! <laughs> Where's America going to? Oh, wow. 
Like, <laughs> shut the fuck. No one could ever care That's about... That's why we got to fucking make America great again. You're telling me you hired an Irishman to play rock, Steady the Rhinoceros? You got to be fucking shitting me, church group. I guarantee you this, that same guy is still upset about a black uh, bebop as well, even though that couldn't, make, he, couldn't he, make any more sense in the world. I mean, he was just a warthog. I mean, what, I was, he, was he white in the show? I, don't, I mean, like, he was a warthog. Right. <laughs> like, I just feel like that doesn't have a race. But uh, <laughs> you're right, Steve. Warthogs don't have a race. Yeah. They're, well, they're a race of warthogs. Tyler Perry did a great job, and I never really liked the performance by him before. No, and he's good in this. He's good in Gone Girl. I thought he he's pretty fantastic. Oh, in that I movie. forgot he's in Gone Girl. Yeah, he's good in that. So what he's doing is like it's like oh we got to. I, he wants to, he like teleports Shredder. I think that he's just working on like teleportation technology. And yes, it, and it splits time and space and sends Shredder into Dimension X. Big I flub. Really appreciate. Now this is sounds this sounds really stupid. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I really appreciate that they had Dimension X. They had a dimension, a different dimension. You think? Yeah. You, I was just imagining. Oh. They're going to make uh, Krang like an alien or some such. Right, right, right. Do they right. say Dimension X in the movie? Oh, I big time. Do they? Oh, they do? I mean, I, yeah. I, th- I know they say another dimension. I don't, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure X. either Krang says it or uh, Baxter Stockman says it. I like at the end of the movie, like Donatello has a lot of bullshit magic uh, uh, computer stuff going on. Sure. My favorite one of which is like he, get, he can like by looking at footage of the, the invasion, he's like, Oh, that thing is called the Technodrome, and the invader is called Krang? Question mark. I was oh, like, right. yeah, how are you getting these fun facts? <laughs> these popcorn facts, Donatello? How could you even, like, if he, you know, if he's using his hacking skills, uh-huh. how, do you, how, do you, how do you decipher code written in an alien, presumably an alien language? Eric, Although, he's a genius. Oh, okay. He's got glasses. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> I know. He's like, oh, that smart chipmunk. <laughs> Simon. Simon. Yes. Why, why doesn't... Why, you know what? You want to put Donatello uh, in glasses because he's a nerd. That's fine. He's got to be wearing, like, James Worthy goggles because he, this is a, he's an athlete, too. You know that's what I mean? He's that's going to fall right off his head. Exactly. Yeah, totally. I didn't notice if they were, like, tied on in the back or taped up. I or think they something. were taped up in the front from damage. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so he needs to figure it out. Sweet James Worthy reference, by the no way. No problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I like this movie a little less than you guys. I, I was... Uh, it was funny. I was sitting in a theater next to this woman and her kids, and when... Uh, my favorite part of the whole movie was when April... Uh, because of the reaction was it April for some reason dresses like a schoolgirl to get somebody's bullshit whatever. Oh yeah, and the, wo- the woman next to me just goes, "Oh come on, <laughs> yeah, well she's not wrong. She isn't that's wrong. like the one part of the movie that's kind of not for kids because yeah, it's a very like sexy Megan Fox walking through Grand it's a Hooters Central commercial. You know, it's Which, like, right. but surprisingly, yeah. I mean that's start, that's kind of that kind of kicks off your movie and it kind of lessens as we go. In the first movie, I thought there was way more of that. There was well, because so many people in that movie are trying to fuck her like that whole movie yeah. is people trying to have sex with april o'neill people Turtle or otherwise yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and this is not right. that also what's weird though in this movie she's definitely just like a detective for the turtles until the very end when she has a microphone in her hand and she's somehow still a reporter did uh Whoopi goldberg get executed between the two movies is that just, i totally forgot she was in yeah, there exactly i mean i don't know about executed <laughs> she certainly didn't return for the sequels oh i don't know God. where the character wound up the foot clan have her on her on her knees and she's just like where are those turtles <laughs> yeah you never that's come how, listen that's how you start t 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out of the shadows right. with Whoopi Goldberg's execution. <laughs> it's a foot soldier, right. and he's doing the thing where it's like two swords, like uh-huh. two lightsabers yeah. in oh, episode yeah. three. And he's addressing a camera. It's sort of like an ISIS video. Yeah, dude, you got to reference ISIS in a Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, this, the stakes are abnormally high in this Ninja Turtles adventure. Wow. <laughs> you know what's kind of great about this movie is that Shredder's kind of just not in it. And to, even to the point which annoyed me was at the end where Krang's like, I'm going to freeze you for some reason and well, put you in my toy chest. <laughs> and I was like, well, the thing is about that, what, I, what I'm, I'm like, oh, 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 this is what's, what's good about this <laughs> is that, that in that <laughs> third movie, yeah. he's going to defrost Shredder uh-huh. and be like, you were right, Shredder. We need a partnership. Yeah, also the thing that could happen in this third movie is you unfreeze whatever other gleep glops you got floating around Mm -hmm. in that thing. Because I thought what you were going to see was like a Raiders of the Lost Ark-esque, like, warehouse, and it was like all these frozen things that you'd... I was like, oh, is Ace Duck in there? (laughs) Or that cheetah with the basketball jersey, right? (laughs) (laughs) Top man. Exactly, but you know what's good about this? Uh, another thing that's kind of good about this movie It'd is be great th- if the Battle Toads were down there. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Will Arnett? They uh-huh. you, they learn how to use him in this movie. In the first movie, yeah. he was just another person trying to trying to stoop Megan Fox. Oh, big time! And th- like apparently, he's taken the uh, credit for Shredder. I mean, it kind of makes no sense. It, it I see Steve shaking little... his head at me. <laughs> Steve's like, you know, the logic in this Ninja Turtles movie is incredibly flawed. But it's Will Arnett playing yeah. like, you know, like the uh, kind of a joke. high confidence, jokish character. Yes. Yeah. The first movie, he's way more of like just a horny goofball, which doesn't it, like it's it it's very weird. close to what he normally does. But it was just a little bit off. I kind of like the gag of him trying to get that surveillance camera and the wires going all over the place. Oh, he that, just that pulls kinda... the cord out and it goes all the way around the room. Yeah, that was kind of funny. It got me going. Uh, you know what I kind of like in this movie is that the Technodrome flies. It oh, doesn't yeah. have to like come out of the ground or whatever. I gotta say that I was like, you know, jaded through this movie with a big hot rump for most of it. But when the fucking Technodrome has little eyeball on top of it for no reason, like, oh my! Because I just imagined it was gonna be like gray, gray Avengers, gray whatever. I thought right. they were gonna like it's an aircraft carrier now. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I, the fact that Sam even... Jackson standing on it. <laughs> The fact that they're even doing a Technodrome was getting my my nerd nostalgia, and that's tainting my view of the movie. I understand. What? Yeah. Is there a stinger in this movie or no? I didn't. Oh, no, I, I sat there. Okay. There's, there's oh, really? approximately zero stingers. I drove away. <laughs> oh, yeah. You saw it in a drive-in. It was great. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it was my first real full-on drive-in experience. No trailers, which I appreciated. Oh, you just get right to it, huh? Get right just to pickups, it. Just pickups, huh? <laughs> oh, yes. bravo, there were, Steve. Yeah, there were a couple of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, um, I thought that Bebop and Ron, like, it was fun to finally see them, I'll be honest. Even though, like, it, I, I it was kind of bummed better. that there wasn't an, a real Bebop. Like, Bebop and Rocksteady are fighting lame-ass uh, Stephen Amell, Casey Jones, which I have a real problem with. He's terrible. The, that, no, that is the weakest part of the movie. Casey Jones, why bother? Yep. It's just it's, it's a just have work. him be a dude. Mm-hmm. Have him be some dude because he's not Casey Jones. He's Casey Jones for the first, like, ten minutes of that movie. One scene with a hockey stick. Yeah. And then mm. he's just a fucking cop. Like, who cares? Right, he was the cop that lost Shredder, so... Great. 
you know, well, he, he's not even a cop. He's a corrections officer <laughs> yeah, that someday will. hopes he can be a detective. And oh, by the way, Laura Linney, huh? Oh man, that's embarrassing, huh? <laughs> she, oh, I couldn't, I could not even believe it when she walked into this movie. I started laughing out loud. Just, she has to say the shredder so much. She doesn't have to say Krang, thankfully. She has to say Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty bad. And then there's like a little cartoon Laura Linney at the end, too. Oh, oh right, because yeah. they've all got like little cartoons during the credits. Those cartoons look terrible. Now, <laughs> why? I thought they looked kind of cool, but whatever. No, but why did they do like um, like the like the 80s cartoon, the 80s, early 90s cartoon? That would have been cool. Right? Yeah. I, that would have been, been kind of cool. That would have been really cool. They do play the theme song. I mean, this movie is like, to your point, That's I mean, that's the sort of quote-unquote genius of the movie is you get... Whoa, careful. You get the kids because it's a kids movie, but you get all the fat man babies like myself included that dude, are like, oh my yeah. God, that's the fucking Technodrome. And like, you know, it, it strokes the thing and you go like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which is the grossest way to put that. But yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was me and another obese man in the theater, and that was it. I saw it at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday, which is kind of the perfect way to see that. Like, I saw the first one in theaters too, but it was like a nooner on a Saturday, and it was just me and a ton of kids, yeah. and I felt weird. That was me. That was me. There was a ton of kids in this. Yeah, it was just show. like, let me just be here like with this nostalgia. Let me just dip into this franchise that I still love, you know, kind of a thing. And, you know, it, it, it paid off nicely. I'll tell you this. You know what I despise more than anything, just to go back to Bebop and Rocksteady, because I'm nowhere near done with these people? Um, people? Well... These former people, now mutants. <laughs> Who are so thrilled to be turned into monsters. Which is bizarre. They, they love being turned into monsters, which is weird. They're I looking need... at their dicks, which is a very weird oh, scene. Well, They're excited come on, about listen. their monster dicks. Steve, you turn into a giant pig or a giant rhino. <laughs> You're looking at your dick. <laughs> well, yeah. We might all we might all be looking at. I it. mean, a rhinoceros penis, I kind of understand, but like, does a warthog have like a big penis? Well, there's got to be something, right? Don't you want to see what's there? I guess. Yeah. It's not so much that I'd be like, it's huge. <laughs> I'd be like, I gotta see what it looks like. <laughs> oh man, I can't have sex with a human being ever again. Wait, what do you mean you can't? You could. You I'm, shouldn't. There's videos out there that <laughs> oh, prove I otherwise. Know. Right. The the movie Zoo. Yeah. Just <laughs> ask, just ask that guy from Zoo. <laughs> Follow up with the federales that got him. That's that's a major through line throughout our podcast. It certainly is. Listener. <laughs> Find that anywhere else in the was, podcast world, gentle listener. I was going to say, you have to ask the guy from Zoo, you got a Ouija board handy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mr. Hands. <laughs> he, he had unfinished business. Huh? <laughs> he lives on through podcasts like this. What a legend. Uh, no... Here's the thing. One, yeah, I don't understand why you hired this wrestler, Seamus. I mean, whatever. Sure. It doesn't matter. But, like, I was confused just thinking back, like, was Rocksteady supposed to be an Irish gentleman? I didn't, didn't think he was, so. like, Finnish or something? No, well, that's, 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 that's it's some, that it's some stupid makes. gag that they make. Right, no, yeah. I mean, it's, no, it's, it's were, all bullshit. They were both like, you know, Staten Island bros. It was like the Toidles, you know what I mean? Like and that's, that's, yeah, they kind of weren't doing that in this movie. Well, yeah, I mean, it, obviously I, Seamus wasn't, but. I mean, they're in love with each other, right? Like that's oh, the whole yeah. thing. Because yeah. they, they just, the second you get out of jail with your buddy, 
You're going to go to a bar with your buddy? And then they're talking about, like, well, with that shredder out of the way, we could rule the city as king and queen. <laughs> all, I was, all I was thinking about was fucking Laura Linney and Sean Penn at the end of Mystic River when she's like, you could be the king of this town, and I... I'll be your queen, and together we'll rule this block. Rocksteady. <laughs> also, fucking Rocksteady is calling Bebop Beebs throughout this yeah. entire movie. What is that shit? Well, the weird thing about, uh, to your point, hiring Seamus, who's a wrestler, who I don't think is that bad. Um, like yeah, He's got good screen presence. But, like... You real you have to realize you're hiring a voice actor for eighty percent of it. You know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. And he's not that. So it's all like not really great compelling voice acting you're performances. Right. They should have uh, juiced up Frank Welker. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Frank Welker would give you a mean rock steady. He could do well, both probably. Bebop and Rock Steady. Fucking one paycheck, dude. You know what? Streamline I... that shit. Tate, give him Krang as well. Mm-hmm. Give Throw him it right Krang. in. Uh, also, though, why is Bebop morbidly obese in this movie? That's a good question. He's just like he, swinging this fat fucking warthog <laughs> gut all over the place. And he loves it. He, <laughs> they, dude, they love that they're monsters. He loves that he's somehow morbidly obese. The actor playing him in human form is not morbidly obese. Liz is like, oh, I'm a piggy. I love being a piggy. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> are you okay, man? Like, it's so weird. I, Weird, uh, wild stuff. Yeah, I mean, there, but there's no fu- the action in these movies kind of bug me because yeah. at least in those the I, I haven't watched the third one in a while. Uh, stay tuned to Rochester when I rewatch it. But like the action's kind of fun because it's puppet suits and we're doing karate. We're fighting ninjas the whole time. Sure. This is like we're always falling down a building and three other things are happening. Right, we're jumping off of airplanes and the camera's cutting every half a second. I I hear you. Because like the Bebop, there should be a Bebop Rocksteady Turtles fight that's just in an alleyway with a bunch of fucking pipes. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, a real, you know, what we call around here a New York street brawl. <laughs> exactly. Like that's, that's what I wanted. You don't get it. And that, to speak to the thing about jumping out of planes, that was the thing that bothered me is that this movie... Besides the fact that it it injects way more characters into it and the stakes are like a little higher, it is just kind of a carbon copy sequel. Yeah. Because that whole sequence of jumping out of the plane when the turtles go to South America briefly. (laughs) Which almost, I kind of, I was just like, you know, you you got got Bebop and Rocksteady driving a tank through the jungle. And I did have the thought, I was like, this is like an episode of the cartoon. Like yeah, they would do yeah. this in the cartoon. Yes. But then it turns into this like big river scene thing, and that's just a copy of them sliding down the snowy mountain from yes. the first movie. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, always falling down something in these movies. Like just stand still and let's fight each other. <laughs> At least they go to a location that has uh, uh, the water that would be needed. Yeah, actually, that's, it's the, believable geography. Right, because in the first movie, they're like, we're right outside New York City, and it's like the Rocky Mountains. Fucking which the sugar bush. Doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. My question is, how do they... So like, they fall out like mid-trip, and like all that crap happens, and then Rocksteady's got the tank, etc. They get whatever the crap they need to get, and the turtles fall down a waterfall. You don't see Bebop and Rocksteady again until they're back in the city busting up Casey Jones. Like, did they tr- did they like get a flight? Did they get on Delta? Like, how did that work? Like, yeah, you're, you're just two monsters. Yeah, like, uh, sorry, you probably a- can't fly coach. I guess they had to get like like the Foot Clan to pick them up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, maybe they just slept their way north. You know, they pretended to be like some sex workers. <laughs> oh, find okay. some, find, find those weirdos, dude. Find the Mister oh, Hands dude, of the world. Maybe they were like, like you know, driving around in like a classic fifties car or motorcycle, doing like an on the road, but like reverse. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Getting into all kinds of interesting. Uh, hey, yeah, sure. Relationships. Get, yeah, get Carlo Marx in there. See what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what's kind of weird is so I appreciate not only did we get Krang even though his voice sucks but we got the Krang suit except they kind of try to modify this a little bit they try to cool it up a bit and it kind of just winds up looking like an overweight Terminator because it's all like silvery and shit but it's just like fat still yeah like I was kind of okay with that because I'm just like as much as I love that stupid human suit he has in the cartoon. That human suit looked you, like your weird uncle in a bathing suit. You <laughs> exactly, know? which I would appreciate seeing on screen. Not going to lie. <laughs> did he ever, like, but that doesn't a, make sense, really, in the modern... Did he ever yeah. like go to the bank in the cartoon, like put on a suit and just like pretend to be a person? Oh, I think, I think he, did he? I think everyone's wearing a trench coat at some point. <laughs> I think there must be something. I don't think it was yeah as sophisticated as like tying a tie, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he probably put a trench coat on and a big rain hat. You know, sure, that was sure. kind of enough. I'm gonna have to uh, talk to my manager. Hold on, this guy's talking out of his dick. <laughs> I um, one thing uh, a prediction for the next movie is that uh, Bebop and Rob City have to be amputees. Because Ooh, oh, right. <laughs> what, wait, the, no, the, what happens? I the forget. end of Bebop and Rocksteady is uh, Casey Jones tricks them into going into like a shipping crate and closes the door and throws a grenade and they both go, grenade! Oh, right. And you hear the explosion, but you don't see what happened. But like, close quarters, grenade. Like, they're yeah. alive, but yikes. But I mean, how are they? I mean, because it's a kid's movie, yeah, but like, Jesus. It's like saving Private Ryan in there. <laughs> they're just covered in soot. <laughs> and they dust each other up. Right. But, but, you know, I would appreciate uh, hooks for limbs. Oh, in the I like future, that idea. Right? Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, Jesus. Make them even more of monsters. Exactly. Yes. Or Bebop and Rocksteady can star in a remake of I Know What You Did Last Summer. <laughs> <laughs> They're just hook hand monsters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, actually, here is my absolute most favorite thing about this movie. Please. It now, Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Now with 99% less disgusting Splinter. Yeah. Dude, Tony Shalhoub is barely in this movie, and thank God for that. You know what I've noticed about that is in the first movie, he was like all oily and disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And this one, he's just like got fur. Like, it's just like... A, I think he took a, a bath. But it's just like, that's what I appreciated maybe the most about this movie is they kind of de-disgusting it a little bit. You they, know did, I mean? they did a little course correction. They did that. The turtles are definitely less juiced. Yeah. And even to the point where like, because Donatello is supposed to be the nerd, he's like noticeably smaller than the other three. Yeah. And like, it's it's like clearly delineated like Raph is the biggest one because he's supposed to be the muscle. Like, they did work on the turtle look a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you could tell them apart. And like, yeah. even Leonardo, you know? Like, they toned him down a little too. I what I hated though was this was yet another like, the turtles just fighting over like leadership and whatnot, but it never went anywhere because it would be like, you're fucking dead to me. Oh, God. And you're- then like a, the computer would flash and they'd yeah. just be like, what's going on, Donnie? And like then that conflict is over with. That is actually the the thing I hated the most about this movie. The whole like subplot of like, 
we could be human like god shut up i mean it's but, gross but there's no there's no human element to them anyway right i mean maybe they never were humans so no. it doesn't make any sense that they, well no i guess the idea is um splinters jizz like mixed in with the ooze when they that's exactly the what i was gonna say <laughs> wow look at our mind reader over no, here uh, <laughs> baxter stockman gives this bullshit thing he's like oh inside every person is an animal you oh happen to be God. a warthog you happen to be a rhinoceros and not and only that he says it's from our ancestors <laughs> what the fuck yeah i don't know about that i didn't appreciate how Tyler Perry is kind of just like kidnapped out of this movie by Shredder. He needs to turn into a bug. You yeah, know what? I, yep. That's that's your third movie right there. Uh, yeah, I it's mean, gonna you could you could honestly make him be like the villain of it. I really think Tyler Perry was good in this movie. I, I really and he could too. carry the villain role. He was he was better than Shredder or Krang. I he, thought Shredder's like final words to him were going to be like because you know that your inner animal is nothing. But a measly housefly, and like, kind of like hinted oh, yeah. that, like set that up. Well, I, he does. He does say so. he almost does it because he's like, oh, you know, blah blah blah, and I'm gonna be a king, and you're gonna be. And I'm like, oh, call him a bug, call yeah. him a bug. Yeah. I thought, I a thought... footnote. And I'm like, damn it, <laughs> fucking yeah. I did. It was the exact same moment of the movie. I was like, fuck you, footnote. I thought he was gonna like caress his cheek and say bug. <laughs> oh yeah, he's gonna curse you him. You know, like thine <laughs> bug. Yeah. You are bad. <laughs> yeah, not enough Shredder. I didn't, I didn't like Shredder. I've, I've never liked Shredder, Shredder in these movies. Shredder was better in this movie than the last movie. Because yeah. at least in this movie, he functioned as a human being. Yeah. Like in the first movie, he was just like the metal monster. And oh, you that's really right. He didn't get anything about him. He did have like a super suit thing kind of going also, on. Also, he clearly died at the end of that movie. Oh, yeah. He's, he's murdered. I mean, I, I know they keep killing him in all these movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but he like fucking falls off the Empire State Building or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's it's amazing that like what was that the first movie was like let's poison New York with this gas or some shit something yeah. yeah and the stakes felt so high and so stupid and they're higher in this movie but it feels more natural in a way yeah, yeah I I guess because it like what he's doing in that first movie is a semi realistic terrorist attack right, yeah. right. this it's, this movie is an alien bringing a warship from another dimension called the technodrome which is a place that you may or may not have had 20 years ago that's i mean cuz yeah. that's the thing there's basically in this world two kinds of ninja turtles things like those early gritty comics which are based in reality ish which yeah. is what that first movie is yeah and then there's just shit from the cartoon which is bonkers town yes. and this movie fully embraces bonkers town and doesn't for a second, try to be like gritty, realistic, whatever. I don't except think. when they mention casually that uh, Shredder is in jail for thirty-two counts of murder. One. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah, oh, man, right, that's that's right. that's a legit thing. Well, is that like uh, <laughs> that's a legit thing? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> but is that are those casualties from his attack, or are those like? Foot Clan members that he had executed. That's, wow, that sounds pretty dangerous. I don't know, man. I mean, they, working for Shredder's like working for Pol Pot. See, they, they should um, address that in the next movie, and we should get the robot foot soldiers that, yeah. that blow yes. up. Yes, That's that more fun. Because cool. are, are they just regular dudes? I forget. They, Cause, none cause of the Foot Clan in this movie. Because Shredder doesn't want any more murder counts against him. <laughs> That's why he develops the robot army. Mm-hmm. I cannot stop executing my foot soldiers, <laughs> so we must make them robots. <laughs> Nobody cares if I kill a robot. 
See, Crank can make you robots. Come on. Yeah, uh, he could easily develop I'll robots. make you robots. That's so much better than Brad Garrett. Yeah, see? <laughs> I'm available for the sequel. That's it. You, you want to course correct? Here's the thing. The, the, the moment in this movie when they do come out of the shadows. Uh-huh. I feel like it's a mistake because that whole sequence is Laura Linney being like, I guess I'm siding with Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's like, come oh, on. The NYPD public affairs person would be like, how are we going to rebrand these fucking things? <laughs> There's no way Ninja Turtles is going to be what they're called. And it's, kinda, it's weird. Like The turtles have like a fucking police escort. But at the end, they do say we, we're going to stay in the shadows because that's where we, you know, only like a select few of people, now like 150 cops know about the turtles. My favorite being that first cop in the police station where like there's that moment where everyone's like, oh, fuck, what's going on? And that guy goes, they're monsters. They're monsters. And it's like, <laughs> what, what on earth? <laughs> I, was, I was laughing during this part too because then like, I don't know, one of them, like, like Donatello or someone's just like, and they were saying we were monsters, and they had hate in their hearts. <laughs> they had hate. Yeah, dude, he's talking about hate. They had pure hate in their hearts. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of awesome. <laughs> They're monsters! There's also way less, like, we love pizza in this movie. Yeah. I kind of appreciated, like, the turtles going to the Nick game. I, I thought that was silly but fun i was i was i appreciated that it was the knicks and not the nets yeah i thought yes. they oh, oh if it was the, the nets, nets i would have walked out of the stadium <laughs> walked out of the stadium oh, oh, I, wow. oh I saw it at madison square garden <laughs> ninja turtles viewing party at adam at msg uh yeah i don't know it was kind of funny i love what's his face slipping on the piece of pizza oh deandre jordan and then the guy the the ref's like welcome to new york no, yep. the game would stop yeah well it would be like New I don't know. It New would just be disgusting. Like, who threw that piece of pizza? Yeah. Like, can we just everybody? It wouldn't be like clearly it fell from the rafters where four mutant turtles are watching the game. I don't appreciate that the pizza is never New York style in these movies. It's all like puffy pizza hut. <sighs> yeah, which, is, which is like the first. Yeah, uh, well, they're movies. eating dominoes in that first movie. I know. Which is disgusting. It's it's it's. Yeah. I mean, we listen. We have dominoes in this town. Sure. And maybe, like, because they're disgusting mutants, that's what they would eat. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. But listen, we totally dodged a bullet, man. I mean, this is 2016. We could have had that fucking pizza war criminal Papa John Shatter fucking... Oh, cameo in this movie. Him running down onto the court, holding yeah, a bunch like, of pies. Oh, hey, everybody, it's me, Papa John. If the Knicks score over 100 points tonight, you get fucking 20% off a pizza. Hey, but- I, I kind of look like a Ninja Turtle. I'm Peyton Manning. Can I, can, I, can I be in this movie? Hey, Papa, look at those turtles. You could paint me green. I could be the fifth Ninja Turtle. Wasn't there a girl in that other series? I could put a bow in my hair. My neck, my neck doesn't turn like the turtles, too. And then, and then he kisses Papa John. <laughs> I'm a girl Ninja Turtle now. <laughs> but he did kiss him after the Super Bowl. Oh, right. right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, a big, yeah. Papa John was there. It, Papa John came first, then his wife. <laughs> Dude, listen. Did you hear that? What was it? Mike Francesa did a. Uh, was talking about it. Oh, no. Oh, of, of Mike and the Mad Dog. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. It's the hilarious thing. I think you could find it on YouTube or something. But he's just like, and the first guy. And the first guy you kiss can't be Papa John. It can't be. He's like flipping the fuck out about it. It's hilarious. 
Dude, Mike Francesa's tirades and like him falling asleep on the air, that's just some fucking great entertainment. He's a, well, he's a New York treasure. He should be the next Turtles movie. Let's, 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 I mean, Carmelo Anthony's nice in this movie. Sure. And, uh, and shame on the NFL for having him on the field. I don't know why Papa John was on the field. <laughs> I mean, uh, you just can't be in a Ninja Turtle movie. It's, it's all I'm saying. It can't be. Ninja Turtles are not real. The Knicks, that's a real team. <laughs> <laughs> that, I love it because now we're getting into like Larry King Ghostbusters territory. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it would be. Or, uh, or, uh, or Casey Jones or Casey Kasem. Like, and then uh, the Ninja Turtles dance the, night, dance the night away with a bunch of beautiful babes. At the defeat the Foot Clan. Now this is the uh, it's the greatest example of uh, privilege for the rich at Yankee Stadium. If you want to look up to the the Jim Beam box, there's the four fucking Ninja Turtles <laughs> taking up space. I got a poor family out here, family of five can't some can't see the game because the Ninja Turtles got to be in the stadium in that Jim Beam box. I got a real problem with that. They dance the night away with a bunch of models. Is this my job? <laughs> Now, oh. now the Yes Network does carry Ninja Turtles footage. It's just, uh, <laughs> just, <that's... laughs> just airing Ninja Turtles cartoons. <laughs> all, just all, all your favorite New York sports teams, Knicks, Nets, Yankees, Ninja Turtles, <laughs> Giants, Jets, <laughs> Ghostbusters. And shame on the Ninja Turtles for having them on the field. <laughs> I don't know why Papa John was on the field. Dude, it just goes to show that, like, like, People will do anything for free pizza. Like that's yeah. like like Papa John is the gu- like he's like the guy on your floor freshman year that yeah. you despise but you make friends with because he's got a car. Yeah, that's fucking Papa John. He's the pizza king of America. You you make friends with Papa John, you got free pizza the rest of your life. Why else would you hang out with him? Why would you let him on the field? <laughs> First person you kiss can't be Papa John. That's all I'm saying. It can't. It cannot be the first person you kiss. It is. It is the funniest thing in the world. And uh, I actually, uh, on on the best show, they uh, repeat. They, he kept on repeating that clip, <laughs> Tom Sharpling forever, and it was just so funny. Ah, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get a third Turtles movie oh, at some did point. Did this movie make money? Probably, right? It did okay. Yeah, yeah it did okay. It. Uh, I'll tell you what. There's a new like Turtles game coming out that looks pretty cool. All right, I'm into that. It's cool. Really? Like, it's cool. They're like drawn pretty coolly. Like, anyone uh, tell me? Write. Give me uh, some Twitter uh, uh, interactions. Whether or not I should be watching this new cartoon? Is that? Is there a new cartoon? There's always a new cartoon. But is this the same one on Nickelodeon that Roseanne is the Krang Prime? I think so, but it might be like um, Generation Four. I'm gonna guess you don't need to see that. Probably not. <laughs> the Nickelodeon's film movie. It all is. Right, they got yeah. their oh, fingers all over this turtle and, soup. Uh, what, like a couple of Chinese conglomerates and uh, yes, a Middle yeah. Eastern oh, yeah. firm. I, I was very interested in the beginning. Th- those opening credits are like, all right. It's so weird. I was like, hey, Paramount, is it this fucking hard for you to raise money these days? For a fucking Ninja Turtle movie. Did I mean, like, buy the Ninja Turtles? Well, what's weird is... That should is, be like crowdfund. Buy, have them have America. Have, <laughs> and another thing, church group... <laughs> We're gonna crowdfund to bring the bring the Ninja Turtles back to America. Well, it's to America because oh, of the, course he's got to be a black Baxter Stockman. Oh God, damn it, kids, close your eyes. I tell you when Blackster Stockman's off the screen. I'll tell you this: an interesting thing about like Ninja Turtles rights issues. So like these two new movies, it's a march like, of the streets. Well, it's like. <laughs> Theatrical rights. Oh, gotcha. So, like, these two new movies, it's, like, Paramount, Viacom, because, like, Nickelodeon's yeah. involved in that and whatever. Yeah. 
Those first three movies are New Line, which is Warner Brothers. But yeah. what's weird is those three movies, Warner Brothers, because I was talking to a programmer friend of mine who was trying to get these movies at his theater in anticipation of this new one. And Warner Brothers doesn't have the rights to these movies, though, and they've reverted back to this Chinese company. Oh, and I don't know if it's the same Chinese company that had money in this movie, but... It would or is stand it just to a uh, debt collection service? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these Chinese Ninja Turtles that don't even make any sense. Oh well, that's WHM on screen for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows. Until next time, I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Seda, Eric Siska. Take it easy. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.